youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg. What's up, everybody? I'm Dale. Hi, everyone. It's Raven. This episode is a continuation of episode 37, just in case you want to go check it out before we get started. Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And make sure to rate us five stars. To help us to be able to afford to do the show, you can donate to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. <sighs> at least we could tell him you finally figured it out. So I don't have to shoot myself in the face. No, you still have to shoot yourself in the face. Oh! <laughs> With Dale Seaman. Uh, you know what? Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Women should all view semen as an accomplishment, and they should be proud of themselves. Agreed. Because it takes work to get to that. It's like getting a reward at the end of a long, hard day of work. It is an accomplishment. Because I've been in situations to where a female is completely in control of the situation and cannot get me there. She should be embarrassed. Any of them that do get me there, they should feel like they accomplished something. And they should be proud of not only themselves, but they should enjoy their reward. So, uh, where were we? Um, scariest situation you've ever been in? Somebody was telling something, and I cut them off and told them to hang on, but go ahead. Heinous. Anyways, the scariest situation I have ever been in. I was in eighth grade. It was actually during uh, eighth grade spring break. I swear to God, if you start telling the one about the guy coming up at the fucking park, no, you're not about it's to call. not that. It was it was somewhere else. I wasn't in, I wasn't in eighth grade at that time. I was I was like sophomore. Because <laughs> so, I, I remember because I was sixteen, I was driving. No, so I was at the baseball. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I was I was in eighth grade. I was uh, it was during the spring break because I was gone that whole week. Um, now, this, is this back when you had your uh, your blonde hair, your blonde tip? No, I didn't up? have it. I didn't have it in eighth grade. I had that in ninth grade. Okay, so you still Jesus had that. Christ, he used was... to have blonde hair. Um, yes. Yeah. So you had the um, the Three Stooges haircut still. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Three Stooges hair. The mo. The mo. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it was the mo. You I know. had a bowl cut. <laughs> Okay. Now, when you say blonde hair, do you mean like... I had it spiked up with the blonde tips. Oh, okay. I was I was going to say, like, would you, did you mean like bleached fucking Eminem style blonde hair or no, like more I, natural? I wasn't like that. It was just the, the, the blonde tips were... I was just... I ha- always had my hair spiked up and I had the blonde tips. And every time I'd lay it, like my hair would lay down. It just looked like... My dad would call me a skunk. Because, <laughs> you know, it was just a stripe of white. So... Okay, so you had the mo. I had the mo. Yes, we were. I was with um, my cousin's grandparents. Uh, not my grandparents, but his grandparents on his on his dad's side. Um, it was me, my cousin, his grandparents, and they have a campsite up in uh, Jekyll Island. 
which is in Georgia. It's right off the coast of Georgia. It's actually just over the border by going into Georgia from Florida. They've always gone. I've never been. So I went with them. I stayed with them for that week. Like I said, they had the campsite out there. It was cool, all fun and games. But on the way back, uh, I was riding with, we took, there was two different vehicles that we were, we, we took up. We had um, his grandfather's truck and his grandmother's minivan. And in the back of the truck, we had, you know, all the bicycles, all the outdoor recreational stuff. In it. And, uh, of course, in the minivan, we had all the clothes and food and whatnot. So I was riding with him. I remember I had this little, if, if anyone remembers the little pocket casino games back in the day. Does yeah, remember I remember those. those? Yeah. Yeah. I had, like, maybe, like, five buttons or, like, six buttons on the side. I had one of those, and I was, like, pretty much playing it the whole entire time. He was playing some ridiculous bluegrass, and I was just like, ugh. I'm just sitting here playing this game, my own business, and I feel the tire uh, rubbing up against the grass, and I feel him cut back. I feel him rubbing up against the grass again, and I feel him come back. We're going down the interstate. Oh, for and, a second, I thought you said Quebec, no. like the province in Canada. Okay, sorry about that. Go ahead. I definitely said Georgia. I know, but... Where are you coming up with Quebec? Well, because you said come back, and it sounded like Quebec, sort of. It cuts, cuts back. Oh, cut back. Yeah, well, still kind of sounds like you know, like it the way you were saying like that. That's why I got confused. I was like, wait a second. I thought you said you were in Georgia. Why the fuck are you talking about Canada now? I've never been to Canada. You guys should fist fight to see who's correct. <laughs> sure, I'm correct. I'm telling the day. Oh, he story. would kick my ass hands down. I mean, he's in the army. I mean, I mean, not the army, the military. He's in the navy. Now I really want to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd feel the terrain as he would roll, you know, drive over the terrain and he would come back to the road and then he would hit it again, come back. And then there was the time where he didn't come back. He fell asleep at the wheel. And what happened was, yeah, he fell asleep at the wheel. He hit the median. We're doing, you know, like 60, 65 miles an hour. There was no median. It was just just a straight ditch. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't even know if we were actually on the interstate or not. If we were on a main highway, I don't really remember. Usually interstates, oh, sometimes they do have them. Um, but for the most part, they got that divider in the middle. But uh, there was no divider. There was no bridge. There was no nothing. There was a big-ass ditch. And we hit that ditch. And we launched. <laughs> <laughs> and we launched into the other lanes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, we launched into the other lanes. And as soon as he hit it, he fucking woke up and cut back. You know, and he turned the wheel back around and we luckily did not hit any vehicles but in my mind i am, was gonna die <laughs> was going to die <laughs> and more or less at first it was just like holy shit we're in the air holy shit we landed holy shit there's vehicles <laughs> holy shit there's a sign whoa we're gonna fucking die so basically we went from the left lane to the median launched into the air landed at the back onto the median and then back into the other lane. All in a matter of like, what, 10 seconds? <laughs> it was the scariest thing I've ever been put through in my life. Still to this day. My uh, my cousin said he was actually watching. And he could see my hand like grasp onto the side of the door. <laughs> he said he's, he's just like, I seen your knuckles turn white, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was scared shitless. What do you want me to do? I thought we were going to fucking die. Why didn't you wake him up when you realized uh, he was I asleep? I was playing this little video game, man. I wasn't paying attention. By the time you realized what was going on, you were in the air? I felt the initial bam, which you know caused me to drop the game, grab the door, sit up straight, <laughs> look to see what was going on. By the time I see what was going on, 
we were in there. I mean, obviously, we didn't, you know, fucking Duke's a hazard the shit. Right. But, you know, I could feel there was nothing between us until all of a sudden a, a land and then a hurt from him turning the wheel. And it was soon. So, was how so far? Funny, though. <laughs> um, no, the, the, to more of the story, all the shit in the back, yeah, uh, flown out. But there was people that lived right there on the highway. There was a house right there where we landed. And it was all black people. I've never Damn seen... Damn wet boys trying to yeah. do the Duke's <laughs> Hazard and a minivan. They, they ran out grabbed all their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awful. They, go, they gave it back, but only because the cop showed up. <laughs> they literally come out and tried to steal the shit that they had flown out of the vehicle? It. They were just like, they fucking just ran. There was shit all up in the middle of the road, so they just ran out and grabbed it. Because I guess the traffic stopped because we were obviously in, in their lanes. <laughs> so all the traffic's like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> this truck's kind of coming at us right now. You imagine uh, being in one of them vehicles and witnessing shit like that? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I've witnessed like little wrecks in my life, but I've never witnessed anything like that. But yeah, these people came out. They, I mean, we managed to get everything back, but the bikes are all fucking twisted up and shit. <laughs> bent. All the frames are bent and everything. When we, Oh my god, dude. Uh, cooler's broken. Grills, you know, missing legs and shit. It's now, so you awful. said you guys came in two different vehicles, right? Where was the other vehicle at? Uh, it was either next to us in the other lane or behind us. I don't remember. When I was a senior in high school... There was this boy I kind of liked, and he was a bad boy, and I knew that he was, like, into drugs, all kinds of drugs, and um, at this point in time, I had only, like, smoked weed maybe a handful of times, and it wasn't something, like, I went after and I needed all the time. It was just, like, was at a party or whatever, and someone handed me some, so I was like, why not? It's a party. I wasn't, like, very educated in in the whole drug scene but i liked him anyway and one day at the end of the day of school he handed me a joint and i stuck it in my purse and took it home with me and i don't know if it was that day or maybe the next day a friend of mine and i were in my parents garage and we lit it up and the two of us between the two of us we smoked half of it good enough for now you know we'll save the rest for later and uh, so we stamped it out and we started walking towards the library in Toronto. And I think we made it like two blocks past my house and some weird shit started happening to me. Like she was talking to me, but I couldn't hear her. Like it sounded like I was in a tunnel. Every sound just got amplified. Like as it, I can't even explain like what I was sensing. Like Sounds seemed like yeah. they came from far away, but the closer they got to me, the larger they were. And then, like, it would hit me. Like, sound was just hitting me, like, scaring the shit out of me, right? And she, I don't know why she wasn't affected by it the way I was. She couldn't stop smiling. She thought everything I was saying was hilarious. And I'm like, seriously, I'm freaking out right now. I've never felt anything like this before. And like I said, I had smoked weed before, and I knew what that felt like. And this was not that. God damn, that so, shit must have been laced. Shrooms. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a it sounds like a shroom trip. It was PCP. <clears throat> oh, holy shit, how the hell did God. holy shit, yeah. how the hell did you not like freak out? That is I like, was uh, freaking out. Um, that's not one just of the, most the sound thing, but like you do. Yeah. Um and I like I said, I'd only ever smoked weed, I'd never done anything else. Never i I've still to this day never done any other drugs except for shrooms. And that was like a mild buzz. But I, like, was seriously freaking out. And I'm trying to tell her, the girl I'm with, like, something's not right. Like, I could feel my heart. It was, like, pounded through my chest. And my whole body felt like I was just 
trembling all over. And I felt like I couldn't walk, but I was walking. And we just kept walking because <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. And she's just laughing at me. She thinks I'm hilarious. She couldn't stop smiling. She was, I know, I was like, my heart is like pounding through my chest. She's like, mine too. Isn't it great? And she's laughing and strolling. And I'm just like, I need to stop somewhere. And like, we got to the library and I went in the bathroom, like splashed a whole bunch of cold water on my face. Like, Ooh, you need to cool out, chicky. You need to calm down. And I'm thinking, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I don't know what he put in this weed, but oh my God, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. I don't like him no more. And I'm like splashing my face with cold water. And finally, like, I got a grip on myself a little bit. I was still fucked up, but at least I knew, like, you know, this wasn't weed. This was something else. I'd been, I'd been fooled. I don't even remember what happened after that. I think I went home. I don't, I don't remember. But I, while this whole thing was happening to me, I thought for sure he had poisoned me and I was going to die. But by the, when I got to the library and I was putting the cold water on my face, I was like, calm yourself down. It's, you're not going to die. It's not poison. It's just something else really bad he put in there. Like I said, I don't remember what happened after that. But I know that the next day, I didn't even know what was in it yet until the next day. Or maybe it was like Monday. I don't know if he gave this to me on a Friday. But the next time I was at school and around his friends, they were saying, ha, ha, ha. And, and did you smoke that joint he gave you? And I was like, yeah. And I tried to play it off like it was all great. Everything was fine. And they were laughing. They were like, do you know what was in it? And I was like, weed? <laughs> like, what? And they were like, oh, you got a dose of PCP, girlfriend, and blah, 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 and how'd you like that? You want some more? And I was like, no, I'm good. And, like, I was so mad. Like, I just wanted to hurt him. What a fucker. So after the library. That was scary as hell. After the library, you're like, I went home, I don't know what I did, and the only thing I could picture was you ripping a mattress in half. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't, like, rage or anything while... uh... I was raging at, like, because I was saying I'm going to kill that motherfucker. Like, No, while you I were on PCP, yeah. that's, yeah. like, one of the most common side effects of PCP is that you, like, you practically hulk out. That's you why fucking that's She-Hulk. PCP <laughs> and heroin combined. Mighty putty. That's Those would actually, like, uh, contradict each other because heroin... A little bit. Like, Isn't uh, heroin, like, a, a downer? Heroin yeah, will... heroin would, like, completely... Yeah, heroin is like uh, it basically makes you feel numb and like you just you don't do anything. It's like like when people who you know, smoke weed, they say that it like it makes them feel good and feel happy. And that when people do heroin, they don't feel anything. Like they literally like it literally just makes them numb. Yeah, basically. That doesn't sound like fun to me. No, but apparently not really a drug for to be used for fun. Like a lot of people who no. end up uh, addicted to heroin are people who were uh, who had like really rough childhoods or had something traumatic happen to them. Like and they're trying to forget, and it's like you the can't only really thing stereotype that, everybody that that does heroin and yeah, in, I guess that, I guess but... not. But it seems to be that like a lot of the people, or at least a lot of the more famous cases, seem to be people like who just want to be numb. I see that. I can get that. Yeah. So uh, mixing one of like the biggest down, like probably the most hardcore drug is probably without a doubt heroin. And then PCP is like the opposite, the complete opposite of it. If you want to, you want to she hulk it up, you want to rip shit in half and you want to beat the fuck out of people and, and all kinds of crazy shit on PCP. It makes you turn into the incredible Hulk. So combining the two, 
PCP and heroin. That's what I like to call Mighty Putty because uh, heroin would normally turn you into putty, and uh, PCP makes you mighty. So, <laughs> my putty. I get it. Haha, I get it. That's how Billy Mays died. <laughs> That's fucked up. Too soon? Too soon? Actually, it was cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. That was almost five years ago. Cocaine and a heart attack, I think, is what done uh, Billy Mays in. But, uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, did cocaine? Yeah, that's how he died. I didn't know he did cocaine. I just thought he died of a heart attack. That's what the media wants you to know. Uh, no, I heard when he, yes. first, when he first died, I heard it was that. Uh, when he first a, died? Uh, large... You mean he died twice? <laughs> when I first heard he had died. Thank That's you. what I said, you jackass. When well, I had first, when he first heard, died. whatever. When I had first heard that he had you know, that he had died, what I had heard was that uh, he was a he, uh, he was in an airplane, and uh, a large, heavy piece of luggage fell and hit him like right on the head, and they told him he should go to the hospital because he might have a concussion, and he said, "No, I'll be fine," and then. He went to sleep and never woke up. But then I heard later that that was, like, false. Who's right got there. Jerry Springer going on in the background or whatever the fuck? That's what I want to know. I can hear a TV is, is the whole point of what I was saying. Oh. That's probably my kid in the other room. Hang on a sec. Oh. She's watching some bullshit PewDiePie shit. Oh, God. Yeah, she's obsessed PewDiePie. with YouTubers. I love, I love PewDiePie. I hate PewDiePie. I know. You, you and Mike both do, but I, yeah. I like... All he does is just scream obnoxiously into the microphone while, like, playing video games badly. And somehow that's supposed to be hilarious. I find it funny. His target audience, not to insult you, Dale, but his target audience is basically Raven's kids' ages, like 12-year-olds. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm not even trying to insult you, Dale. I'm just being completely honest. It, it, that's, why, that's why I feel like I can't, um, I can't find... I do not find him entertaining in any way, shape, or form. To me, he's he's the new Fred, and he's annoying as shit. I yes. I cannot stand cannot stand anything that he does, and uh, the fact that and he's it, he's the face of YouTube makes me fucking physically ill. And it There's pisses so me off too because, uh, like basically, he's like the most popular Let's Play channel on youtube and he it's is, like they're... Uh, actually he's the number one channel period across yeah the and it's like oh my god there are so many so many other people on youtube who are way more talented than he is who deserve more recognition than him like 30 minutes of mayhem bitches that's not my channel though whatever you know what i mean it's mayhu mayhem you God. <laughs> he was going to say stupid. The question is, what was he going to follow it up with? <laughs> uh, did, did you hear that too? He was mm -hmm. working the word stupid out there and then he changed it. But uh, I think probably the scariest situation thing for me that ever happened was the time right after my family had moved into our current house when... And I shit you not, a, ch a woman, a girl got fucking stabbed to death right outside our house. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I yeah, I'd it was it. only a few months after we had moved into our house. Like, we had moved in January of 2006. It was July of 2006. And I remember Scott had said that there was a, like, he had randomly looked out his window of his room and he had, he saw all these people gathering around on the street and he told us about it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
And uh, apparently, like, people are like, oh, my God, this this girl's been stabbed. And it's like, oh, holy shit. And somebody just, we just moved in here, and somebody already got stabbed in our front, like, right next to our house. Then, of course, a few years later, we also had, like, fucking, like, bullets coming through our, a bullet come through uh, the window of my brother Luke's old bedroom. And uh, uh, one of Luke's old friends, uh robbing us uh well robin luke of uh some of his video games and uh other uh crazy shit like that and uh yeah my yeah. mom still kicks herself about uh moving us up here i think the fact that somebody got stabbed to death outside of our uh house like only a few months after having moved into it is uh probably the scariest scariest thing that's ever happened because i it made me think to myself oh holy shit what if that happens to me? Did you ever find out why the girl got stabbed? <sighs> Not exactly. <laughs> Apparently what had happened was that, because they reported it on the news, apparently <laughs> the girl had been walking down the street with her boyfriend, and this car drove up next to them, and in the passenger seat was this other girl who apparently the girl who had gotten stabbed had gotten into an argument with. And the uh, the girl in the passenger seat yelled at the other girl to come here and uh, she wanted to talk to her and so I guess she went over thinking you know maybe she was going to patch some things up or something and then all of a sudden like uh, the boyfriend said that he didn't see what happened but apparently um, all of a sudden she like flinched back and clutched her gut and uh the car with the other girl and it just sped off and the girl uh turned to her boyfriend and said uh i i've just been stabbed and then like collapsed on the on the street and uh that's when uh now did she die whole, like did she yeah up- she died later like uh that an ambulance came and took her to the hospital but she died i think that night or something i can't remember she didn't last very long she was like she she had some pretty serious internal bleeding if i remember correctly and they they found and arrested the the bitch who did it they uh they found and arrested her and uh the guy who was driving the car who was her boyfriend now not to make this about race but uh, knowing where you live there's like this weird divide when you're leaving they your were neighbor- both white uh, when, well, uh, let me. I'm trying to get my joke. <laughs> I know, but I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to get my joke. When you're going through your neighborhood, there's this divide all of a sudden to where you're literally like, ah, nice white neighborhood ghetto, one block. It's it's literally like you're going through like stop signs. You roll up, you're like, ah, nice white neighborhood. Next stop sign, still nice white neighborhood. By the time you get to the next stop sign, you're in the middle of the ghetto, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, white trash and uh, gangsters everywhere. Yeah, and it's it's weird. So I'm not surprised that there was a stabbing and uh, the general vicinity of um, where you live. So uh, these were white folk that uh, done did stabbed each other. Yeah, because if they were black, they would have shot each other. Oh no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a pretty good one. Greg. Oh, what the! Sorry f- to any of our black listeners, if there are any. I don't. I don't fucking know. I mean, I don't even know if anybody listens to us. Period. So, whatever. But no, seriously, I don't. 
I don't. I'm not a racist. I hate everybody equally. Our statistics are going up after I release this episode. They'll probably go down. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you can remove that that line if you want. No, I'm gonna make it um, number one racist podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna let Dale do the entire thing. Um, I got more. We <laughs> bust out my offensive jokes here. No, no, no. Offensive time. No, yeah, we cut that. No more, it, no it more nev- offensive time? It never made it into a single episode because they all sucked. They did not all suck. The whole segment, the segment as a whole sucked. I'm not saying the jokes sucked, but the segment as a whole sucked. You hear that, Dale? You suck ass. You can go to hell for all I care. <laughs> hey, at least, uh, at least Dale was good enough to have his own segment. That's true. <laughs> Bitch! Actually, Ryan was the only one that had a successful segment, and Ryan's no yeah. longer on the show, so fuck him. How about that? Ever been in a mess of situation you should have spoke up about, but you didn't, and now it's too late, and you feel awful about it because you're a piece of shit? Back when I was in uh, Cub Scouts, but I then... <laughs> we into... know what happened then. You but remember that then zipper theory in... he was talking about? Yeah, the zipper theory that I was talking about. You know, oh God, please <laughs> know more about the zipper theory. <laughs> the skin, the skin zipper theory. Now, like, does that have to anything to do with like the is circumcision involved in that, or does it, even one who is not circumcised have the skin zipper uh, taint area? Because the one who was talking about it, you should know. Well, I'm circumcised. That's what I'm saying. Is is it's is that only like a circumcised thing, you know? Because when you're circumcised, it looks like they took two different penises and sewed them together. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they they no. re- they remove the you know the the extra and the the skin's a slightly different color, so it looks like two different uh, two different uh, dongs uh, sewn together. And that's that's my thing. Is like that you got that mark and whatnot. And uh, so the question is, does the the skin zipper of the taint is that just a circumcised thing? I don't know, and I don't really want to, like... Investigate? Yeah, I don't want to investigate that that line of thinking, so, uh... Dale, do you have any idea? I mean, I'm sure you've seen enough penises in your day to... I don't know, because, like, some of them are different, though. Well, yeah, the uncircumcised dongs look like fucking sea cucumbers. Anyway, eventually, I also ended up going into Boy Scouts. It was uh, the second year I decided to go to the Boy Scout camp that they had every July somewhere out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in uh, Ohio. Yeah, so um, in buttfuck nowhere they did some buttfucking. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Anyway, while you were there you took like classes about, you know, various things. One of the classes I took had a uh, dude with Down syndrome in it. And like I had seen him around in that. I didn't know this at the time, but apparently, like, the dude was, like, 32. Okay, I thought he was younger than that, but apparently he was 32. And, uh, apparently, I remember, and it was during this one class, the goddamn, uh, kid with, uh, Down Syndrome, like, fucking grabbed me while I was sitting on, uh, the bench at the picnic table, threw me on the ground, and began jumping on my back. (laughs) Oh, I thought you. I thought mm. you were gonna say that he uh, opened your uh, <laughs> your skin zipper. So, <laughs> yeah, he basically like he basically like I basically got beat up by a uh, a kid with Down syndrome, up. 
And I didn't tell anybody anybody about it for years because I felt because I felt more bad for him. I felt like if I told on him, he'd get in like more trouble than uh, if I didn't. You didn't get beat up by a kid. How (laughs) you got assaulted by an adult with Down syndrome? Uh, He was 32 and beat your ass, and you were what? what, How old? Okay, 2002. I was 12, going on 13. Okay, so he was so, like twenty years older than me. So you, you got beat. You got your ass beat by uh, an an adult with uh, with Down syndrome. And uh, I, you know, honestly, the the thing the thing about it is, you know, I'm glad that you know he didn't uh, open your your skin zipper. But uh, <laughs> what I will say is, had, I I wouldn't I I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Because like when if you've ever been like hit by somebody even one time, but if they hit you multiple times, at least to me, I start to rage. The fight or flight thing. I don't give a shit if you act like an asshole. I don't care if you do have a mental condition. I'm still gonna fight back. But at that time, I felt bad, so I didn't want to like try and fight back. So I just took it like a little bitch. At least he didn't pull down your pants and smack your ass and then open your skin zipper. But anyway, so <laughs> you're not going to stop talking about that. Are you? No, that does it for this episode of 30 minutes of mayhem. I've been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew and I have been here with my co-hosts, Greg, Dale and Raven. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and donate to us on PayPal so we can continue to afford to be able to do this. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And later, fellas.